comic book pit. Okay. Yeah, no. You're like, I brought them. I didn't say I read them. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, did I read this? Yeah, I did. <laughs> All right. Well, welcome back to the Comic Book Pit Podcast. This is episode 325. I'm your host, uh, Dan. And uh, with me, as always, in the amazing Sorgatron Media Studio, got the Duke. Yeah. Hey, what's up? I'm doing like a... Is like a Johnny Carson thing going on over here? <laughs> You're doing your Professor X, yeah. imitate, like the like the squiggly X lines or, are coming out of your head, or it could be the uh, you know the Cyclops. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know why. And moving on. Yeah. And then in the uh, <laughs> other end of the couch, we got Link. Hello. And uh, this is our comic book review episode. And yeah, we've been off for uh, for a couple weeks. I think we kind of took a little bit of a summer break. Yeah. You know, summer's busy, but. Uh, Summer's almost, oh, pretty much over. I mean, yeah, school, it's over. School, yeah, I mean, yeah, it, no. it might as well be over. Yeah. I mean, if you're a kid, it's over. <laughs> yeah. If you're a kid, life is over. It's <laughs> yeah. just like, everything sucks. <laughs> yeah. School really warped my perception of when summer actually ends. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm still just like, yeah, it's, it's a really short season. I'm like, no, they're all equal seasons. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, summer ended when you went back to school. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Even though it really only, it really ends in what, like, September like twenty yeah twenty it's got like a summer week yep. yeah yeah so yeah I I feel like when they close the swimming pools summer that too over. Yeah. yeah everybody's yeah. like or like Labor that's Day it. right yeah, yeah Labor, Labor Day, Day. Labor that's Day. usually yeah. Labor Day is like kind of the unofficial last they have day the, of summer mm-hmm. the uh, puppy uh, oh the the the, the pu- puppy pool day yeah I forget what it is. It's <laughs> doggy dip I think it's called doggy, like doggy dip or something yeah that's when it's the Dormont pool they the last day of the season you can bring your dogs for a for a swim my my dog would not like that oh okay my dog does not like he likes drinking water (laughs) but he does not i can't even like you know i i kind of like it bums me out like because you see so many like cool like or funny internet videos of like dogs just frolicking yeah having fun he's not a frolicker he has Uh. he has fun in his own way he does, but he doesn't frolic. Like you can't if you point the hose at him, even if it's not on, he like runs. No, <laughs> and he doesn't like he doesn't frolic in the snow. <laughs> he doesn't. Uh, he will run through my piles of leaves. As okay. Hiking, but that's just him being a dick. Yeah, yeah. That's, he's not having fun. He's just like, eh, screw you, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> um. None of that yeah. is about yes. comics, <laughs> but whatever. Yeah, it's good to be back. It's he always said. his ideas. Yeah. yeah, it's good to be back in the studio with you guys. So, um, but uh, yeah, I think we've got a a lot to talk about. Yeah, I mean, it's been a few weeks, and we've we've got a lot of stuff built up. Not that we're going to get to everything. I know. But I, 
But, yeah, um, it does feel like a long time. You want to lead us off, Duke? Uh, maybe. Um, <laughs> maybe. Uh, I'm just going to throw you under the bus. Well, let's talk about Invisible Woman. Yeah, I want to hear about this. Which I purchased for the Adam Hughes cover. Of course. Of course. But I'm sticking around for the story because it's Mark Wade. Mm-hmm. So I don't think I realized Mark Wade was writing. Yeah, I was okay. like, all right, uh, all right, I'm listening. So, um, but usually when I buy something just for the cover, I I almost never read them, mm-hmm. you know. And then issue two is even less likely. So, yeah. um, but this I'm actually kind of kind of reading it, and they're basically establishing uh, Sue Storm as a secret agent. Um, this is what she did. Um, in the early days of the Fantastic Four, when Reed was busy in the lab, <laughs> she she went yep. on secret missions. Okay. So they build out this backstory, and now she's being called out again for this in the present. What, is oh, it just the government or uh, S.H.I.E.L.D.? In uh, this one, I believe it was Fury that actually uh, knew Fury, you know. Okay. The, the, yep. the, the current Nick, whatever. Mm-hmm. But, Nick, uh, Nick Fury Jr.? Yeah, Jr., yeah. Just call me Nick now. Junior. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, um, her old partner has disappeared. Okay. And that's the hook for her to come back into the biz and basically check. And he, he's even like, I can't sanction this. You know, like you're – he's like, I'm I'm just – or, you know, they're basically he's just kind of leading her a little bit like – I have all this information, but I don't want you involved in it. And then she's like, well, I'm getting involved. And he's like, I figured you would. <laughs> you know, he's like, yeah. he basically is like, I'm not telling you to do it, but you're going to, you know, but she's like, oh, I'm doing yeah. this. So she's on a, basically on a search for her old partner. Okay. So um, they land in issue two. They land in, uh, she she ends up in uh, Madripoor and immediately encounters Black Widow. Mm. So they t- yep. they're teaming up. Which is kind of cool, too. That's cool that they so. kept that bit of continuity yeah. from the Black Widow book. Oh, oh that's right, because nice. she's okay. kind of like like the queen of Madripoor, sort of. like She's yeah. kind of like, a, okay, so like yeah. a crime boss or something, yeah. right? I knew she had some business there, but I didn't know that. Yeah, she's, so. a, she's hanging out being dead. Oh, okay. Because they faked her death or whatever. Well, all right, the only thing I know about her in Madripoor is th- that she left the Infinity Stone for Wolverine. Oh, that, okay. In, yep. the, in the drop box. Which was the back of a toilet. <laughs> so, where else would you keep an infinity yeah. stone? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It was something like that, and so Wolverine acquired one of the stones. But I never read the rest of it because I was like, "Oh God, you know, yeah. another infinity thing." Yeah, yeah. I mean, so. if it, I, yeah, they were, you know, since they were trying to like shoehorn Wolverine into like the infinity, like having him have all like the infinity stones. I'm like, mm-hmm. That's just yeah, that's just weird. Yeah, I mean, I'm all for like. You know, trying new things with a character, but that just or it, when you have five, it just didn't fit. Five phoenixes, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah no. it just didn't seem. I I didn't show the cover. Should I do that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. It's the nice. I can put it up with uh, Optimus there. There you go. There we go. Yeah, <laughs> very nice. Yeah. So, um, I yeah, definitely definitely hooked. I mean, it's a it's a good read. Um. I don't think it's required read, reading though. It doesn't feel like that's what. It, yeah. Yeah. Who's um? Yeah. No, I, I know you said Mark Wade. Who's you said Adam? He's just doing the covers, but he's not doing the interiors, right? Correct. Um, I I think this is, says Matea, the Elius, Elius. Okay, I that can't sounds. Say that last I name. think, I think that person might have done the Jessica Jones. 
yeah, digital possibly. stuff. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm thinking. This is if that's the case, is. that that they're yeah, that person's very good. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, the art is it, is definitely now. I might have to check this out. Damn it, um, Scott! Now you're you're pulling my trick aha, on me. Yes. Damn I yeah. think uh, I think that I think you're right on that. This is definitely more your up your rally than mine. Okay. Let's put it that way, because you're all about you know secret spying <laughs> stuff. But I mean, you can just tell by the art if you want to look, Dan. It's oh yeah, that's that, that's, that, that's her. Yeah. Or, or I mean the, that that, that the artist. artist. Yeah, that's yeah. definitely. You know, it, it, it's funny that you uh, you happen to bring up the Invisible Woman because I'm a I'm in the middle of uh, rereading the original first volume of the Avengers like I, st- I started from issue one a couple of years ago mm-hmm. on, on Mar- yeah. Marvel Unlimited and now I'm um, I just hit the uh, the Gilgamesh era oh yeah like the the three the early 300 that's when I started reading it okay yeah so and that's when um, the Invisible Woman and Reed Reed joined the team yeah and um, I forget what issue it was but it occurred to me like <laughs> it was t- um the Invisible Woman is probably she she would be like an amazing spy slash yeah. assassin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, all she'd have to do any time to like kill someone is just put a little bubble like in their throat yep. and make them yeah. like fake choke. Actually, or, uh, you know, like yeah, like you know, then the authorities would be like, oh, the the minister choked on his food and died of you know whatever, or yeah. uh, you know, put a little bubble around their head and suffocate them yeah like thank god she's a good guy <laughs> you're right she could be like a, a really that was pretty a, that was my favorite era um jarvis was the last avenger in those books yeah uh, there was one there was a couple issues where he was by himself with inferno so he yeah basically that was, one, was yeah it was just jarvis there were no avengers mm-hmm. in that, in that mm-hmm. issue as a team, either he was literally yeah, the only it, one. It was an, it was an interesting run because then, like it was almost like a it was like disassembled, like disassembled. before it was before it was mm-hmm. disassembled. Yeah, because the yeah the, like the team had essentially fallen apart. And then Reed and Sue just wanted to get away, and they ended up becoming Avengers. Yeah, it was basically yeah. it was Inferno that brought the team back together yeah. because um, Steve Rogers was still the captain. Oh yeah, that's right. And, the black suit. And it was funny because like. He was the captain in issue like three hundred and three oh one or something, and then like or no, he was the cap still the captain in three hundred, and then like in three oh one he's back in his red and blue. Oh okay. With yeah. like zero explanation yeah. and yeah. like I'm like oh okay he's back. <laughs> I mean and, and we know that that change happened probably in his own book. Yeah. But there was no like editor's note like oh right. check out what happened in Cap three fifty mm-hmm. or whatever, <laughs> and when he kicked John Walker's ass. Yeah. Um. Oh, uh, quick uh, shout out to Mikey Wood, who's, yeah. who's watching us right now. Oh, nice. He told What's us. What's up, Mikey? He says, I'm watching you. <laughs> Hi, Mikey. Doobie, doobie, doo. Mikey, yeah. Mikey, we have to get you on the show sometime. The call's coming from inside the house. <laughs> <laughs> He's inside the studio. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's, He's like, did they mention my web series yet? He's actually right behind you. That That's him ah, right there. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, so, uh, but anyways... Yeah, I mean, Invisible Woman. That sounds sounds pretty. I might, yeah, I might have to check it out. Yeah, it's what four issues? It's gonna be. I don't know. Is Six, it four? So it's uh, it was I a mini series. Yeah, I think it's like yeah, like four or five or something like yeah. that. Yeah. 
Well, I'm th- I'm I'm thinking like how many can Adam Hughes actually do? No, <laughs> just, no, that's well, wrong. I mean, just he does he does a lot of covers. I, I'm sure he can whip out a cover over like a weekend at this oh, point yeah. in, in his career. Yeah, he's he's a machine. Um, no, yeah, I think it's it's I thought five. So we all said a different number. Yeah, but <laughs> I thought it was five. I don't know, I don't know for sure. Yeah, so. it, it's yeah somewhere in that <laughs> one trade paperback Four range. to six. Yeah. Maybe seven if they're like, oh, no, I have to write another issue. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it's not Bendis writing it. It's Mark Wade, so. Yeah. will probably end on time. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm just slamming everybody. Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah. Burn. <laughs> John Byrne. No. Oh. Uh, All right. So, uh, yeah, so, that, so Invisible right, Woman so uh, sounds pretty do, good. Yeah. And you said you what you read the first two issues? Yeah, first two issues. Yeah, that was issue two that I brought up. Cool. So. Woo. Oh my god. I'll I'll jump in there real quick then. Um right. yeah, this is go a for good it, segue. Link. Uh so I'm reading Future Foundation. Um Oh yeah, I kinda forgot that that was coming out. Yeah, it it came out um it feels like they came out really fast. Like I only I think like in the past two or three weeks, like two issues came out. Um but there was the backup in the Fantastic Four um, that was basically a Julie Power story. And I wasn't really going to check it out because I really don't care about the Future Foundation. I w- wasn't on that Jonathan Hickman bandwagon early yeah, on. I really wasn't either. Um, yeah. But I read the, the backup issue in Fantastic Four because they charged me an extra dollar for it. <laughs> <laughs> so You're I like, I'm going to get my money's worth. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um it's written. It's written by uh, Jeremy Whitley, and the art is by last name's Robson. What's the first name here? Will Robson. Danger. Danger. <laughs> Danger. Will Robson. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so bad. Yeah. But yeah, it was just like, it was just like a, a fun little power pack story where where she's on the outs from um, breaking up with Lightspeed in or not Lightspeed. Um. Uh, Lucy in the sky from Runaways. Oh, okay. Oh. I don't think I knew they were an item. Yeah, they they, they hooked up in, yeah, the, here's a long sorted history of Julie Power, <laughs> which I somehow know because I've read everything she's been in apparently <laughs> through happenstance. Um, but yeah, they met in like Avengers Academy, I guess, and then uh. they kept the relationship going through that when they rebooted <laughs> Runaways. Um, but they ended up breaking up in that and so she's just sitting at home being depressed and uh, the Future Foundation are stranded off somewhere, and they have to pull her into the squad. And now she's sort of like a co-teacher with um, Alex Power for the rest of all the Future Foundation kids. Um, and I guess they have right, their their mission um, of what they're actually doing in the Future Foundation right now is trying to find Molecule Man after oh, okay. he, oh, nice. you know, dispersed himself through or got obliterated. I guess yeah. mm-hmm. they're just getting all the little pieces of him scattered throughout the the universe slash multiverse. Right. Um, so that was pretty cool. But the reason I'm really excited about it was in the second issue. Um, she get she ends up going to like a prison world. Um, they kind of do like a, a Wookiee shuffle kind of deal where they sneak her in as a prisoner. They're going to break out um, because they thought there were molecules there or whatever. Um, but they actually bump into the maker. And they confuse him for being Reed Richards oh, yeah. because cool. he is Reed Richards from the Ultimate Universe. Um, but she was sharing a, sh- a, sh- a cell with somebody else that was also familiar with their universe and couldn't really figure out who it was in the first issue. And the second issue, they just revealed who it was, and it's uh, Ricky Barnes. 
Oh, uh, Nomad. Nomad. Yep. Oh, oh nice. And cool. I'm like super stoked. That's cool. Because she's been MIA for like oh, yeah, for a, a long decade. Time. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> like when I first started reading comics, she was in um, Young Allies. Right. Yeah. That and that, and that was her like last appearance. That didn't really last that long. That only and cause I, I was reading no, that yeah. too. That was a that was a fun book. And she had her own. She had a f- like a four issue miniseries too. Yeah. Like I think that Sean McKeever did a thing. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. So she sh- she showed up, and I'm like. I'm just I'm in for it now. Like I'm, I'm gonna check this out. It's super, it's super great. I'm gonna stick with it. Cool. Nice. All right. Um, oh, uh, I, oh, I guess oh, I should ahead. comment. Sorry, I I totally blabbed about the plot, but the artwork itself is also it's got like this kind of cartoony vibe to it that I I dig. Um, find a good shot. Yeah, here, like, here's a shot. Like it's kind of like they like it's like. The, oh, yeah. the eyes have like th- this cartoony emotion yeah. to it, and okay. it's like a little That's less cool. like, you know, typical comic book stuff. So it's nice. probably more appropriate for like that cast of characters. Yeah, and the exactly. Story they're telling. Yeah. And yeah, it's definitely like a ragtag, you know, island of misfit toys kind of <laughs> goofy thing. Yeah. All right. Cool. Damn it! Now that's another one I might have to check. Out. <laughs> so yeah, I knew when right. I brought up like Nomad, what I was like, going Dan's going to be interested here? in this. What is happening? <laughs> I feel bad. I'm sorry. <laughs> Damn you guys! Let's get them. Yeah. <laughs> this, is, this is revenge. It, yeah, no, it's it's a fantastic cast of characters. I I know. No pun intended. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> cool. All right. Well, um, I uh, read Once in Future from Boom Studios. Uh, first issue came out, I think, a couple weeks ago. Because I, um, yeah, I, I heard some other people talk yep. about it, and it sounded really interesting. And the the quick elevator pitch is, uh, what if Buffy the Vampire Slayer was actually now an old woman and living in a retirement home, <laughs> and she um, is t- still kind of like a uh, independent badass, mm-hmm. and and sort of uh, introduces her grandson to the family business, as it were. Yeah. And uh, gets him involved in monster hunting. And it was it was fun. It yeah, was cool. a fun book. I loved it. Um, it's uh, Karen Gillan and writing and Dan Mora uh, doing the... Uh, well, it just says illustrated by. So I guess he's... Uh, Doing uh, pencils and inks, or uh, and it's colored by Tamara Bonvillon. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, it looks like it could be Bond, almost like Bond villain. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> uh, but this was just uh, it was a lot of fun. Uh, the art was really good. Yeah, no, the art was fantastic. Like clean, mm-hmm. and but like the action was great. And I have to admit, the grandson um, looks. Just like my little brother. <laughs> That's funny. I actually took a screenshot of the of the book and like sent it to my my family. I'm like, who does this look like? And my brother, like my other brother, right away is like, he just laughed. He's like, oh my god, it looks like Chuck. And my mom's like, I don't get it. <laughs> I'm like, oh my god, mom, you're such a mom. Yeah. Um, yeah. But uh, no, I'm, I'm kind of uh, yeah, I'm definitely kind of in for this book, and it's and it's kind of gonna have a uh, kind of has a neat twist that where. You know who you think is the, who should be the good guy might actually be the villain yeah, type yep. of thing. I don't want to mm-hmm. say too much because it's kind of a, an interesting twist on some, uh, uh, some lore that we're very familiar with. But yep. they're yeah, Link knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah, um, but they're gonna they're yeah they're kind of um, 
putting a twist on an on an old legend. Nice. I feel as if I mean, in, I feel as if the cover and the title of the book almost gives that away. Yeah. It well. Depending on how like oh how big yeah. of a nerd you are, I guess. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, because cause the yeah you're right because the the title once in future, ref, you know yeah once in future king yeah right. is, is the full title, or the right. full whatever yeah. that we're used to hearing. But so yeah when you know if you look at the cover and you see once in future and you just see like kind of this, um, like I I don't even know what, how you describe it like some sort of like creature or some armored creature or something holding this bloody sword and with the reflection of the the grandma and the grandson in it like if you're just looking at the cover you're like i have no idea yeah. what this is yeah because because the the grandma and the grandson they're dressed in modern clothes mm-hmm. uh, it's not like a fantasy yeah like, like yeah or they're, it's not set back in medieval times right. or something like that um but there is a you know the, it definitely um has a a strong tie to those times yeah um so i'm definitely yeah I'm, I'm, I'm in for this book yeah it's it's gonna be a lot of fun and i strongly suggest you read it <laughs> i might um kieran gillen did uh, uh wicked and divine yep that yeah. just ended and it just ended yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. i couldn't stick it stick it out for 45 issues and though. he was well, writing, this is, i think there's really only six so there's was, that okay <laughs> yeah and he was uh wasn't he writing like darth vader and dr Aphra? yeah yeah, he was doing. Yeah, a, he, right. he was doing a lot of and stuff. And now for he's a while. doing. He yeah. took over Star Wars from Jason Aaron, right? I mean, well, briefly. Yes, like but that's not, also. Ending. That's also coming to an end. He's do. Oh, what did he? He just started. Oh, he's doing Die. That's that's I think his current yes. thing. Right. Yeah. Uh, Greg Pak is writing the new Star Wars, by the way. Oh really? Yeah. That does not excite me. No. But that's why it's ending. It's over. The, the the book is over. Oh yeah. Um, this is what I was going to talk about next. Oh, go ahead. I'm, I'm done. Okay, we're moving We're moving yeah. to this. Transition time. Huh. Yeah, these uh, are some good natural Star Wars. Right, what, so what are we on now, 70? Star Wars, uh, issue 70. I haven't read Star Wars since, like, I think I dropped off at, like, 25. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> um, I, I've, it's been really long in the tooth, to be honest. Like, after mm-hmm. they hit 50, I feel like they, there, were, they went too far. There's only so much you can do. And in a in a time period, you know. Yeah, if you're that's gonna, what I mean. Yeah. yeah, they're they're very confined to like the story they're going right. to tell. Right, and so now they're at the point where they're actually locating um, potential rebel hidden bases, you know, for Empire, for mm-hmm. the lead into Empire. Mm-hmm. Um, this story um, is the final story. It actually started two issues before this one, um, and Greg Pak writing it. Which I'm really not familiar, or at least I don't, re- you know, don't really remember who this, you know, his other stuff. Uh, uh, Plan- so. Planet Hulk was probably yeah, one of his Planet biggest. Hulk. Oh yeah, that's probably okay. like his a biggest. lot of Hulk books. Okay, yeah, yeah, he did Hulk for a long time. He, okay, he made Amadeus Cho. Um, oh yeah, that's <laughs> right, he did, didn't he? Pretty sure. On yeah. The, on the big, the big upside though, this story is uh, Phil Noto art. So. Oh, oh nice. Yeah. You're like, what are you doing to me? <laughs> are you kidding me? Yeah. Damn it. So yeah, Scott. it's full of Phil Noto. Awesomeness, um, I tell but you anyway, what, uh, I quit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this the story kind of they start, you know, with the characters are all together. They're like, we need, you know, the rebels are like, we need to get a base, but the um, the empires already started launching their probes over the entire galaxy. Mm-hmm. So they're like, we need to create distractions to get away from, you know, to to sneak sneak around. 
And so they they send Luke on one mission, and then they send Han and Leia on one mission, and then they send Chewbacca and three PO on a mission, which is kind of a strange pair. That is weird. But but their mission is actually the most in- interesting in that <laughs> they are um, they were instructed to detonate a lava planet, like a they're like oh there's no there's no life on it so we're just gonna detonate it. Mm-hmm. And, but what they were gonna do is actually say hey there's a rebel base here have all these Star Destroyers show mm-hmm. up, and then detonate it. So oh. they're basically going to do what the Death Star does by blowing up a planet. Nice. But the problem is is they found life on that planet. Mm. So now they're like, we've we've set the, you know, set it for detonation, yeah. and now there's like these rock, you know, uh, life forms that are living there. And they're like, well, we can't detonate it if they're living there because yeah. that's not, that's what the Empire would do, and that's not what we would do. Right. And and um, and Vader just showed up, so they're kind of like, oh, you know, so it's Chewbacca and three PO versus Vader basically, <laughs> on the on this one, and they haven't explained it yet. So I thought it was pretty cool. Okay. Um, Luke uh, met another Force sensitive person, and is trying to decide what what her deal is as far as, uh, you know, she's good, you know, or not good or whatever or indifferent, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but he's just trying to learn more, and that's pretty much his thing. Okay. And then uh, Han and Leia are actually trying to create a. Uh, they're trying to uh, make uh, like a gangster or somebody um, an enemy of the Empire just by disinformation. Oh, okay. So that they think that they're rebels, and the Empire goes after them instead okay. of the, the rebels. Oh, okay. So they all have their own missions, and I guess at the end. From what I've read in the, the reviews, it's all supposed to congregate at some point to the end um, of the series, which is issue 75. Before volume two. Yeah, probably <laughs> volume two, yeah. yeah I was so that'll be the end of, uh, the fi- finally the end of vol- yeah, mm-hmm. volume whatever. Okay. I don't know how they count this one. Is it volume one? I would imagine that's volume one, of j- and then volume two will just be between some other movies, like maybe. Probably. Like between like Empire and Return. Yeah. And I didn't know if they counted the original series as part of their volumes. Oh. Like um, the, the original Marvel series. So. They, oh, they right. probably will. Yeah. yeah but I'm, I'm, new volume one of the yeah. new Star Wars. So it's, it's, it's finally coming to an end. I figure that's why I talk about it, because just to mention that. Yeah. That I'm actually kind of relieved. <laughs> because even even I, who am wearing a Star Wars shirt, <laughs> am in Star Wars. Uh, you know, like you've given us. There's too much. Right. You know, we need to. Uh, we need to dial it back. Yeah. You know, Disney. That, well, that was my big worry when yeah. they announced like the ongoing Star Wars book. I was like, that's cool, but like, how much can you work with that? Like, I'm. I figured like little one and done like six yeah. issue stories would be right. You know. And most of them have been six-issue stories, and yeah. so they can do so the trades. Do, gotcha. Yeah. yeah. Um, but they, but after issue fifty, I feel like they started making stuff up more. Like they were like, <laughs> we're trying to stretch it out more or something. Gotcha. Yeah. And I was like, like it probably should have just ended at fifty. Somewhere around there. Or somewhere been. like they should have wrapped it up because like kind of like fables, how yeah. fables <laughs> went on, like fifty more issues oh, too long. Way too long. Yeah. yeah. And they got spinoffs yeah. and all that. Yeah. Re- whatever mm. happened with Fables? Did it actually end? I think it, it just it, it finally did like it did. end. Okay. It was supposed to end with what like. Well, se- I remember it seventy five end, ended. Yeah. Like with with the with the end of the war. Oh yeah, seventy five was a great ending. It was supposed it, to, that was supposed to be the last issue, and then they're like, 
Vertigo's like, hey, man, we're still making money off this. They went to, but then they did like Ferris or something, like after Fables was over. They did Ferris. They did Jack of Fables. Yeah, yep. Yeah, Jack of Fables. I think they did like some one shots and some special. Cinderella was a good, actually, as far as like reminiscent, um, but that. Cinderella series was a lot like this new Invisible Woman. I was gonna say series. she was kind of like a like a spy. Yeah. yeah, yeah, she was a spy. So that was a good. Those were good issues. Mm-hmm. Um, Jack of Jack of Fables was crazy. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> I don't think I, I I tried getting into that. I I only read like the first issue or two because he realized um, he realized you know as far as their you know the the rule is as long as you know the 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 world believes in you yeah. you're you're immortal. So he um, produced three movies about his life so that yeah. everybody knew who he was. <laughs> and then he was like, he was just unbeatable. Yeah. He basically was at like Deadpool level that you could mangle him and he would mm-hmm. just come right back because <laughs> everybody knew who he was. Yeah. So he figured that out and he just, so then like the, the book itself was very madcap though. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so. I- Got that vibe for the yeah. just seeing all the covers over the years. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. There were some nice Brian Bowen covers in there too though. So mm-hmm. it's like a series I have to finish getting around to. I was yeah. reading in like giant hard covers and then yeah. just couldn't keep up. Yeah. Oh, and they introduced the other Jack because in, in Fables there was another Yeah. There was another Jack and um, he tried to take over the book. He took over the book for a while too. <laughs> like you know, it was just p- playing into the whole thing mm-hmm. that he wasn't the only Jack of Fables was most of the Jacks in Fables, like Jack and the Beanstalk. Oh, yeah, and there, there Jack are like, jumped over yeah. the candlestick. There are, yeah, there are multiple Jacks. Yeah, in, but he yeah. was the, the one for all of them. Okay. But then there was some other stories that were lesser known that this other Jack came in and took it, basically took his <laughs> life. <laughs> so, yeah, it got zany at the end. That's funny. So, or overall. But, um, but yeah. That's another one for you, Dan. Yes. Uh, some I'll Phil Noto to, art. I loves me some Phil Noto art, that's for sure. <laughs> Darn it. All right. I'm going to mark that one down, too. Um, Link, uh, you got what you got? Yeah, sure. Uh, I'll, I'll talk a little bit about Harley Quinn and Poison Ivy. I guess I don't have a lot to say about it, besides it's, it's kind of the – it's written by um, our good pal Jody Hauser – since we read, al- she's writing everything all the time. And then the art is by, oh, of course they bury it <laughs> in the DC books. Here I we go. when they do that. Uh, Adriana Mello. Oh, right? yeah. Okay. Um, that name doesn't stick out to me. Oh, for some yeah. I can't remember. I, uh, the first thing I, I, I like, I like her art. I can't yeah, think of what I love she's her done. Art. Um, I think the first thing she ever did was Witchblade, oh. like a fill-in. And then she got work with DC after that. Okay. And she'd been, she's with, she's been put out a lot of good work, honestly. But I didn't know she was illustrating that. I gotcha. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, I think I picked that up, but I'm not sure. Yeah, I mean, the, there, so. there's not a, a lot to this this plot. Um, it's it's post Heroes in Crisis, so Ivy's in her weird state of rebirth. They're trying to reinvent her. Well, she's yeah, well. She got reborn from that uh, flower or whatever. Oh yeah. And so she's like a baby, so like the mind of a baby. Oh. Like she's kind of okay. like getting her 
you know, shit back together. Yeah. Um, and so it's just basically a lot of Harley taking care of her and then them talking about things, going out to get food and this and that. Yeah. She's having trouble, like, maintaining her form. And then lo and behold, um, you know, Lex Luthor shows up because it's you're the villain and has, like, some special fertilizer for her that's going <laughs> to fix, you know, whatever her problem is. And so uh, she uh, I, she eats the fertilizer because I guess uh, I don't know what, how else you would. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, at least, like, make a smoothie out of it. Yeah, something. Right. Yeah. Do something. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so she uses the fertilizer and uh, – things are going out of control with her now. Like she's like got these crazy powers. Um, and that's kind of where the book ends. Somebody shows up from the, uh, the swamp thing universe. I'm not going to say who, um, but you know, it gets into the whole, you know, something's up with the parliament of green and blah, 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 blah. And it's going to go into some of that stuff. So it was cool. Like, like I said, the art's fantastic. Um, Adriana Mello does a great job. Just it, it, I actually, her expressions are great. It, yeah, that's what I always liked about her work. Like Harley just looks yeah. like she's like smiling. She looks yeah. awesome. It's yeah. In fact, and I just remembered because I pulled up her profile. I met her at New York Comic Con. Oh well, there you go. Oh yeah. Okay. Was that yeah. when when we went? I or think it was back when we went. Okay. And she was there. I think she was in the. She's from Brazil, and I think it was her first visit to the U.S. Oh, wow. too. Okay. Like she. Because I, I just spoke to her for a minute, and I was just like, how much I love her work. Mm-hmm. And she just she was just kind of like, I, I don't think anybody knows who I am. <laughs> you know, she was like, I'm really, you know. But I was like, no, you're awesome. <laughs> and that was it. Yeah. You know, so. um, but, yeah, it was one of those deals. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it was when we went. Yeah. So. Huh. Yeah. And, um, yeah, she's been on Catwoman and uh, Doctor Who, Ms. Marvel. And many other things, yeah, Catwoman, is, Birds of Prey, Plastic Man. Mm-hmm. So she's, like she's done enough, plenty of like, work. So. Harley's just making this like really grumpy face, which is like, yeah, this this is like some like Twitter <laughs> Twitter avatar <laughs> material that somebody would use. Oh that. yeah, for sure. Like, yeah, yeah a little. So, yeah. yeah. So is this a is this an ongoing or is this uh, a mini? It's or? a six issue mini. Okay. Uh, yeah, I think they're just gonna kind of. Tied in with you're the villain and then kind of set the new did status quo for her. Week? Yeah, it literally okay. came out like yeah. I did yesterday. pick it up then. Yep. I picked up the art germ cover because but only Those, one of the two. Oh, you didn't get both. Well, then you got to find the second person, I, then you can unite your covers. I know. <laughs> Wait, what they, is this? They did two different covers. This, that was one was Harley and one was Ivy. Yeah, this artist goes by art germ. Yeah, I've heard. Yeah. And, but the the thing is, is the covers overlap. They don't. They don't connect. Oh, they don't connect. No, because they... Oh, that's even worse. Like, on the one cover, you can see Ivy's shoulder. Mm-hmm. And then on the other cover, you can see Harley's shoulder. I got gotcha. But it doesn't it doesn't butt up to each other. They overlap. And I'm it's like, like a wraparound cover that wasn't a wraparound weird. cover. Yeah. So that is weird. Do you yeah. think they did that on purpose, or was that, like, just, like, a production... It might have just been error. the artist doing something, and they were like, we want to buy that. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. they... Yeah. Um, um, our term's blowing up. You know, yeah, as far as covers and all that. And then yeah. they, they did that extra, the nice stock, so it was like, yeah, I I saw it was like a, a so, dollar more. I was like, mm. yeah, so I I own, and that's partly why yeah, I only yeah. bought one. I'm, keep, I'm keeping that dollar. Yeah, yeah I had to use that dollar in Fantastic Four. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Marvel's like, <laughs> yeah, give me that money. <laughs> so, all right, cool. Um, 
Well, I... Let's see. Have you guys read Sea of Stars? No. No, I, I don't know if I've heard of that. So it's it's Jason Aaron's um, new book. Okay. From, from Image. Let me pull it up here. Um, Jason Aaron and Dennis Hallam is the, uh, the artist. And this was... Uh, this actually came out... Uh, Jeez, I think the first issue maybe came out like a month ago or something like okay. that. Okay. Hmm. So I, I read one and two. And, um, you know, I, I, I think everyone pretty much likes Jason Aaron. I mean, he's, yeah. Yeah. he's a proven talent and he, uh, you know, has a lot of, you know, he's got a pretty substantial body of work. And this, um, this feels definitely like different for him. Oh. As far as like, um, what it's pu- what it's science fiction. It's it's image. Image, okay. Um, and it's a it's a father and son story. Mm-hmm. And um, so basically, um, there's a this uh, intergalactic trucker named Gil and his young son Caden. Um, their uh, their his rig is basically uh, trapped and destroyed by this kind of giant space leviathan. And they're separated, like in the middle of space. They're they're destroying okay. their spacesuits, wow. and they're, um, you know, uh, th- so they're they're basically telling two, se- two separate stories, um, where you've got uh, Caden who um, is somehow still alive, even though his he wakes up on this kind of like asteroid or this um, this rock or whatever, and his like half his spacesuit is shredded, like he's exposed, but somehow mm-hmm. he's not dead. And he's kind of able to swim through space, mm. and he kind of meets up with these uh, two aliens. It, it almost reminds me of kind of like a um, what were the what were the character names from uh, Lion King? Uh, Timon and Pumbaa. Yeah, yep. Oh, yeah. It's kind of like that. It's kind of like a, a little <laughs> guy and a big guy. Yeah. And they're kind of like like this odd couple. Like one's very like snarky, and the other one's kind of like more grounded. And like, mm-hmm. well, why don't we give this kid a chance? He's you know, let's not eat him type of thing. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so they're kind of accompanying him. They're like flying around space with him. And then you've got um, uh, Gil, the dad, who his same thing. Like he, he's uh, his spacesuit is like, um, I mean, he's still in one piece, but like low on power, low on oxygen. Um, he um, comes across this uh, this derelict spaceship, and he barely has enough. Uh, power to to reach it, and he gets in. He thinks he's safe, and some other stuff happens. And but it's it's really great. It's just this. Um, it's really interesting how you know he's like I said. Jason Aaron is telling two stories, um, and they're both equally like compelling. Okay. Like yeah. You just there's, no, know, there's no B plot. Yeah. yeah you just want to know more, and and the art is amazing. Um, this uh, Dennis. What did I say his name? Dennis. Madan. Uh, Hallam. Hallam. Or no, I'm sorry. Wait, uh, Jason Aaron and Dennis Hallam are the writers. Stephen oh. Green, I'm sorry, I oh, I, okay. I misspoke. I misspoke. Jason Aaron and De- Dennis Hallam are the writers. Stephen Green is, Green is the artist, and Rico Renzi is the uh, colorist. And uh, I feel like all those names are important yes. because because this <laughs> is a uh, just a tour de force of of art and story. Nice. Um, you know, and I'll read just about anything Jason Aaron puts out. Yeah, but. Like I said, this is um, this is just really. I feel like you know, 
it's a nice departure because you know what we've seen from him for the, for a long time, the past couple of years has been a lot of Marvel, yeah, like Thor and which Avengers, is great. I, I love I like yeah. I love his Thor. I love yeah Avengers, mm-hmm. War of the Realms. Every, you know mm-hmm. everything he's done for Marvel, I'm a big fan of. And then he does his um, you know a lot of his creator owned stuff. He did uh, um, oh wait was he did he do yeah he did uh, Southern Bastards yeah with that's Jason what I'm thinking oh, yep. Yeah, which I love, yeah. Southern Bastards, but that's a pretty messed up book. Yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah, um, and I forget. I mean, but you know, again, he's ha- he's got such a large body of work. It's um, like, but like Scalped. Oh yeah, you know, he did Scalped for <laughs> Vertigo, another amazing but really messed up book. <laughs> so you know, it, it, it's fun to see him stretch out in these new directions like i don't know that i've ever seen him do like straight up science fiction i mean yeah you could argue that some of what he's done for marvel is yeah you know like this fantastic like otherworldly type stuff Mm -hmm. but this is like straight up science fiction Mm -hmm. and it's uh it's a lot of fun i'm i'm definitely in for sea of stars nice and um it's it's very very touching too it's very uh because um these uh the father and son they're kind of like almost stuck together because um, the mom's not in the picture mm-hmm. um, and so there's a lot of there's kind of like some heartbreaking moments and uh, but a lot of fun nice so you said that was the first issue or uh, is it further issue in? one and two one and so two. that's it I mean okay. it, it's real easy to catch up okay um, I would I would highly recommend catching up on these first two issues okay so nice the hot sheets that's right. <laughs> uh, um, do some more? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we still got some. We got time? We still got time. All right. We got nothing but time, baby. <laughs> well, I know um, Link and I both read this, so I don't know if we want to. Yeah, yeah, go for it. If we want to tag team this. Uh, sure. Oh, yeah, go s- for it. Spider-Man life story. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah I, know, I, I know I talked about it like in the second issue or something. So yeah. It was a while back, but yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I had the intention of catching up on. I think, honestly, probably from you guys talking about it is what got got me to buy it. Okay. Yeah. So, but then I had the opportunity to read all those, all those six covers are great, by the way. I love yeah, these I love these covers. Yeah, the covers are um, great. Were those the, done by Chip Zdarsky? I think he did the covers, didn't he? I mean, he I might think, have. I mean, I, I, that's like, totally I, his style. I know he I, wrote it, but I thought he did the cover. I don't know. I could be wrong. Yeah. 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 Chip did them. Okay. So Chip's the writer and uh, cover artist. So yep. show this one right there. That's the '80s one. Mm-hmm. Um, in his black costume. In in a casket. Yeah. Yeah. Craven's Last Hunt. Which I was like, oh, and all right. So I read all of these in one day. Like, oh, I, that's I, really cool. That's yeah. A, that's a, probably an interesting way to it do was, it. It was <laughs> it was interesting, and mm-hmm. oh my god, what a ride! But, <laughs> so the concept is spy. Uh, Peter Parker's 15. Yep. In what 1965. Uh, I thought it was. Or was it? Or I thought it was 55. Or was Wait, it? no. The second issue is the 70s, so it is 60s. You're correct. Yeah, it starts in the 60s. So I think he's fi- 15. Yeah. And then, oh, in 1962 it says. Okay. Yep. So actually, the creation of Spider-Man. Yep. Date. Um, and uh, so he's 15 when it launches, and then every issue covers a decade of. You know, so this the first issue is the 60s, mm-hmm. seconds the 70s, yep. and and so on, and it so then it moves him through his life at the age that he would be, 
like in, like real in time. real time. Yeah, which was really crazy. Yeah, but the the part that I thought was really interesting is that each decade captured some important thing that happened during like a, an important Marvel event. Yeah, or a, at least a r- important historical event. Yeah, or yeah, historical events and yeah, like and or Spider-Man events. Like yeah, or a Spider-Man or event specific to like for instance Craven. Yeah, um, exactly. The Craven's last hunt slash symbiote story that they combined. They, they yeah, that was so interesting <laughs> because they were like, because he's a, he's older, and so when he, they go on the secret wars. Yeah. And he acquires the suit. He's like, this is really helping me out because I'm older. It helps my you arthritis. Know? Yeah. 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 <laughs> he's like, this is great, and he, he actually develops a little bit of an addiction to the suit. Yep. Yeah. But he he's able to reject it. Mm-hmm. And then Craven hunts him down and puts him in the grave and he's gonna die because he's older and he can't get mm-hmm. he can't get out. You know, he's mm-hmm. like, Yeah, just you know what I mean? Like it uh, young Spider Man busts busts his way out of the ground. Yeah. And his cry for help is heard by the suit. So then the suit saves him. Oh wow. So then he's like, I love the suit. <laughs> so, <laughs> and then uh I think it was MJ that actually had to use the sonic blast to Oh yep, yeah. Because yeah. the suit was trying to bond them and take over, mm-hmm. and she had to use it as a last resort. But it was all about addiction and stuff like that. Yeah. So like, but each era was was like that, and I even like that they, um, there was an era where MJ and Pete weren't together. Oh, you know? that was the '70s. I think they broke up. Yeah, they well, never got together. They never got together. The first, th- I mean, it was with Gwen. Yeah. And that was a messed up story because they did the, the, clones, uh, the clone saga. The clone saga. Oh, okay. And they even had uh, Ben Riley appear in it. Yep. I was like, this is genius. Like <laughs> the way that they weave this. Um, but um, MJ, what I, here's what I was going to point out is oh. um, when Pete and MJ were separated. Yeah. It reminded me of the Peter Parker from the End of the Spider Verse movie. Yes. The the oh, middle aged. Okay. Kind of schlubby. And like reading this, I was like, that could have been him. Yeah. You know, at that point, because he's like, I screwed things up with my wife, you know, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. You know, and he didn't know how to fix it. And, uh, you know, I was like, oh, that's cool. (laughs) Um, And then they did uh, the. In the 80s, it was. Or wait. What what are the the covers, though? All right. So. My memory here. In the first one was. Pretty much Green, Green yeah. Goblin set, setting up Green Goblin as the yep, ultimate and villain. And oh yeah, uh, that's right. And, the, and Flash Thompson went off to Vietnam. Oh yeah, and, and Flash was in yeah, yeah. going to Vietnam, mm-hmm. and he did it because of Spider Man. He's like, wait, what? My yeah. my bully is looking up to me. You know, yeah. that was cool. And then uh, yeah, the eighties was uh, the eighties was the suit. And so oh, it was the nineties. So the nineties was the Clone Saga stuff. The clone. That's where it like went all out with Ben Riley and everything. Right. Um, and they they did the the multiple switcheroos between, you know, oh, am I Peter Parker or am I yeah who's the real you oh know that goodness. that thing, which translated actually really well for a single issue. Yeah, because like all that that you know that forty issues of convoluted. It was so convoluted mess. reading it. I remember, yeah. and then like the way they <laughs> they pulled all the good parts out of it. Yeah, and uh, the doctor that actually was doing the cloning, I forget uh, his name. The jackal. The jackal. Yeah. And his and his role in it and everything like came out all in one issue. So I was like, oh, this is so much better than the <laughs> orig- original. And um, and then uh, oh, and then there's C- civil the civil war. war. Yep. And then they dealt with. And he always had an animosity against Tony, which was kind of interesting because of Vietnam. 
because of Vietnam yeah. and because he actually worked at the Baxter building and was a pupil, you know, or he learned yep. under Reed Richards. Yeah. Oh, okay. And I was like, oh, that's cool. So, like, <laughs> these people were all an influence on their, on his life, and they all got older, too, you know? It was like, mm-hmm. so. Yeah. It was well, really cool. Well, the one thing I remember, because I, I didn't finish this. I think I only read, like, the first two issues or three mm-hmm. issues. But um, aside from, you know, the Spider-Man, the more, like, realistic look at Spider-Man, mm-hmm. I, I liked what they did with the uh, with the other characters. Like, yep. when, um, you know, Captain America goes to Vietnam, he yes. ends up, like, staying there. Yeah. yeah. And because he knows that the war is wrong, mm-hmm. and he kind of becomes, like, a almost like a freedom fighter. Yeah. Like, he works with... Like yeah. He's the working Vietnamese. on both sides. Yeah. He's trying to establish peace. Right. And so he abandons what you know the U.S.'s plans because yeah. mm-hmm. he's like, no, I'm trying to serve a greater good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was like, oh, this is awesome. Yeah, um, yeah, I thought that was like, I thought like they they definitely made some interesting choices as far as like um, what they did with the other characers. Mm-hmm. I thought that yeah. was like, and then, a, a yeah, nice and re- Reed and Sue breaking up and Sue hooked up with Namor, mm. and like that kind of there's like oh, this, yeah. these are all obvious things that would yeah yeah. Um. But yeah, in the in the Civil War era, that was interesting, be, just because they de- well, he he was dead, he like he was in hiding, right? Yeah, because because the nineties was or or no, not the nineties. The aughts was Moreland. Yeah, right. Moreland was. It was the, like Moreland and the Civil War was basically the Spider Killer. Okay. And killed, so it was like all that JMS stuff and the Spider totems and. But killed yeah. Ben Riley. Yeah. And brought because he thought yep. Peter Parker back out of, you know, living with his family and having a happy life. And he was kind of dragged yeah, back out. Yeah, and then it. since they had Parker Industries, they had to deal with like the legal story yeah, because, because of Tony, him being dead. Tony was going to buy the business, and so Pete's like, "Oh no, he's not." Yeah, and he came back. Yeah, that's a, that's him. basically what, yeah, yeah brought him out of hiding. Is yeah, that he couldn't let Tony start. And then I liked it. There was a nice thing in there. You know how if you remember in Civil War when. Um, when Pete tried to rebel against Tony and Tony just shut him down. Yeah. He's like, no, I always, I always oh, had yeah. control of you. Um, in this, Pete knows that. He's like, you think I'm an idiot? He goes, of course you have fail-safes for all your... And he shuts down Tony's team right in front of him. Oh, yeah. <laughs> He's like, yeah, we already planned. We, we know that you don't trust everyone enough. And so he shut down the entire team that he had assembled. Oh, wow. In one, mm-hmm. you know, just with some science, you know, <laughs> which is a nice Spider-Man move, too. Yeah. You know, because many times that's how he wins, you and, know. And then in the final issue, they did... Um, the final issue was like a... I felt like a roundup. It was, but there were things in it, like Dan was talking about earlier, that I really liked. Like, they mentioned mm-hmm. all the new characters. Oh, like, yeah. Miles is oh, there, yeah, Miles but they, like, casually there. mentioned, like, Kamala Khan and, like, yeah. Henry Williams. Oh, yeah. And they're like... The new the new vanguards here now. And, yeah, yeah. Which and was she, like, oh, the, I, get, I mean, that did happen. And he this, kept saying this decade. And he kept kind of reflecting, like, my villains are all dead. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm still here, you know. And he's yeah. like, I'm super old now, you know, like he's yeah. what sixties or yeah. seventy years old. Or yeah, so. he's probably in his seventies. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, I, I can't do math. What's what's? 60? It was something like that. It was sixties, I yeah. guess. Yeah, because he. But I actually felt sad, like when I opened up the book and it said 2019 right away. Yeah. I was like. That's it, <laughs> you know. Like, oh no, it's over. Yeah. So, but yeah, he and they, I guess they almost kind of weave Battleworld into it because Doctor Doom, yeah, kinda, it's control. He like after Civil War and the Fallout, Doom moved in and took over because everybody was tired of 
the yeah, heroes Doom, fighting each other. Doom yeah. kind of went unopposed because the heroes were fighting. Yeah. So it was a uh, Pete did like a last ditch effort thing to try to stop Doom's plan. Yeah. Yeah. Him and Miles go up into space and yeah. then they weave in some superior. And then they Spider-Man. did some superior Spider-Man it's like, stuff too. Yeah. It was like, like ba- it was like Battle World Superior Spider-Man and you know it's everything else all in one issue. Wow. It was nutty. Yeah. It was awesome though. Um, highly recommend. You know, especially if you're, you know, a historian of uh, Spider-Man. Well, th- I mean, this know, is should really read it. This is the Spider-Man version of Marvels, I think. Is it yeah. Good way to put oh, it? Yeah, that's a yeah. Yeah, that's a good take on it. Um. Oh, and uh, you know, not not to mention Mark Bagley who illustrated yes. the whole thing. Yeah. Um. He did an excellent job of aging everyone. Mm-hmm. I thought. Um, o- old man, um, Spider-Man actually reminded me of like. Uncle Ben from Ultimate Spider-Man. <laughs> it was meant. I think it was meant yeah, to be that funny. way that I, he he looked like Ben at the end. Yeah, I think I actually heard that that comparison mm-hmm. like on like somewhere else. Yeah, and another re- podcast or another review or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. that's funny. <laughs> so anyway, highly recommend it. Yeah, check it out. Cool. Um, that's that. The variants for those were also pretty good. They were I hard to find, but like, yeah. They did spoofs of each era's like cover style. Oh, really? Like the '90s variant oh, is the '90s. It's got like Ugh. advertisements postered on it, and, like new armor, the new this, and oh. like a hollow foil thing on it. Oh, <laughs> it's nice! Like, it's foil. gaudy. It's super gaudy. My favorite back then was the uh, bullet hole through the entire book. Oh yeah. I forget what. Book. <laughs> oh yeah, that was a that was like a like a Malibu like, comics yeah book. I forget like the, the shot. That went all the way through the book and yeah. hit the guy in the last page. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I forgot about that. His fancy die cuts. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, all right, all right. Um, we probably have time for one or two more, but um, so I uh, every so often I like to check in on GI Joe. Sure. Uh, the because knowing's half the battle. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the the real American hero. Um. Actually, I, I read uh, other G.I. Joe, too. I read uh, Michelle Fife's uh, G.I. Joe Sierra Muerte oh, collection, yeah. uh, the, the three-issue miniseries that, that he did, which was a lot of fun. I think I posted about it like on the social media. Yeah, I think I remember hearing yeah. about that. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, but what I wanted to talk about was um, the ongoing G.I. Joe, G.I. Joe, Real American Hero from... Um, the Larry Hama? Yeah, Larry Hama's still writing what? it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, still coming out from IDW. Uh, this is issue 266. And uh, yeah, like I said, uh, longtime G.I. Joe writer Larry Hama is still writing it. Art by. Uh, actually, this is kind of this is kind of funny. It's a it's a brother like these two brothers. Uh, Robert Atkins is the artist, and Brian Atkins is the inker. Nice. Like they're actual like brothers. Yeah. Um, so. I guess all you really need to know is there's, there's like a new Snake Eyes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, or there, there's, or I'm sorry, there's a new, there's a new Joe. His, his code name is actually Throwdown. <laughs> but they've got him dressed like Snake Eyes. Okay. And, but they call him Throwdown. Um, and say, like he's mute. He doesn't, you know, oh, he's, okay. he's basically Snake Eyes. Yeah. Um, and Cobra Commander and Dr. Mindbender, um, they they want him back. Like they kind of made him. I think I'm. 
like I said, I'm, I'm kind of, I, I kind of dropped into like this. Like a Serpentor kind of thing? Yeah. So in, in the comic, they they made Serpentor. Right. Yeah, with the, like, the DNA, DNA from, like, all these other, like, these... And Storm Shadow. Like, historical yeah. figures and world conquerors yeah. and stuff like that. I always... The only one I ever remember from, from uh, Serpentor was... Uh, he had the DNA of Attila the Hun. Yeah. That's the only one I ever remember. I just remember S- Storm Shadow because they had just shot him. Mm-hmm. And they were like, oh, what the hell? Throw him in. <laughs> so they threw him into the goop, too. But that actually healed him. And he crawled back out. And he had, like, little skulls in his eyes. When he, he was like, <laughs> I've seen death. And he comes back. And he's, you know, Storm Shadow lives, you know. Oh, that's fun. And then they created Serpentor with Storm Shadow's ninja <laughs> abilities as well. <laughs> In addition to everyone else, I was like, "What?" <laughs> <laughs> um, so this is actually well. This is the first uh, of uh, the first issue in a ten-issue storyline called Snake Hunt. Oh, okay. Um, and I feel like th- um, this first issue is kind of significant because it seems like, and again, I I haven't read GI Joe. Like I said, I, I drop in every so often, like maybe once a year I'm like oh, I'll see what's going on in G.I. Joe yeah. um, I think the last time I talked about G.I. Joe on the show is when they introduced the new female Snake Eyes yeah um, which I was just like eh whatever right. you know just it was okay um, this hit so many of my nostalgia oh bo- <laughs> like I mean everything like so they're back okay Link, you probably won't know what I'm talking sure, about, yeah, so yeah. you can like take a nap or something for a <laughs> <Okay>. while. <laughs> Duke, you pay attention because you read GI Joe, right? Yeah. Okay, so the Joes are back at Fort Wadsworth. Okay. They are back as the remember their their cover when they were the chaplain's assistant motor pool. Yeah. They're they're back at that. What? Um, the 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 book opens with Clutch and Rock and Roll driving the Vamp. Oh my God. Okay. Back yeah. to uh, back to Fort Wadsworth. Yeah. Um, they're bringing back lunch for oh, a bunch of Joes, and they have a they have some Yojo cola. <laughs> um, we got Stalker, um, and you know, and everyone looks like they did in the eighties, yeah. like the uniforms, like there's no crazy shit. Oh, nice. You know, um, uh, they basically it's like they're, I, I don't think they're calling it the pit, but it is the pit. Like their yeah. their base is like underground. several stories underground. Yeah. Um, but so the, and you've got like, like I said, they call him like Throwdown, but he's Snake Eyes, yeah. Scarlet, um, and they've they've got a couple new characters in there. There's one called um, Helix, which I don't okay. think she's too new. I think they introduced her a few years ago. Okay. Um, Jinx is around, um, but th- this was just um, like I said, this this hit so many. Uh, like it made me feel like a kid again. Yeah. Like reading like this. Um, I know the, the first, yeah, the first uh, what twelve or so they were pretty, pretty, pretty straight on as far as like uh, military, you yes. know, like the operational. Yeah, they, yeah, they, yeah. they, they definitely, and, and and the toys were like that too. If yeah. you every so, like um sometimes I have fun going back and I'll read like the the file cards. Yeah. That were on the back of the, uh, uh the action figure. Yeah. Uh, packages. What was they were very like. I, I think they they got more fun as the. But as, he as they I went think on. He wrote all those too. Yeah, but they they're, were very like they were very dry. They were yeah. very like, you know, 
like he was writing do, do, like dossiers for like real people yeah. that had real military careers yeah. and that had like real ranks he and took like, it very serious yeah. yeah and like and like the funny like if you read dukes apparently duke was in vietnam <laughs> yeah holy smokes <laughs> like it talks about him like working with like the, like the Vietnamese and like oh, wow. running like special ops and like you know I love it and, yeah it's just but um but the uh, but the neat thing is so like I said um, Cobra has uh, they they want the new Snake Eyes back or I'm sorry Throwdown I keep calling Throwdown Throwdown <laughs> because they they believe that he has the old Snake Eyes imprinted on oh. him or something. Um, and then at the end of the book, you find out that they that Cobra is basically um, they are in uh, housing that is like right outside. They're like they're undercover in uh, at, Springfield. Well, no, they're <laughs> they're like a block away from Fort Wadsworth <laughs> oh, in in like the, just like the suburban neighborhood. Yeah. And um, so this, yeah, I'm I'm this is what I'm going to be like reading okay. like month in and month out just because. Just like I said, it, um, you know, as soon as I saw this guy like clutch and rock and roll driving uh, around in the the vamp, I was like, oh, you gotta they, be kidding! And they brought him up. I mean, it's all aged, right? Like everybody's older in the in the book, right? No, or no? It's it it, it you know it, it's it, it's comic book like science or okay. comic book like you know it, it, no one really ages. Okay, I didn't know if know? they moved because I thought when they brought it back that they moved up to the present, but I think that. In Larry Hama's but mind, that didn't mean anything. They might well, see. I think they're because there have been so many different iterations of GI Joe. I think the one that they refer to as a real American hero yeah. is the one that started like the original one is the eighties. Yeah, like, like there are different like GI Joe titles and different right. like I said different iterations of GI Joe that yeah. But the Larry Hama is the one that yeah. I think Larry Hama is like, a nonstop narrative. Right. That's yeah. the one that never. Yeah. Ended from the Marvel right. run. Right. So. And I think, because I read those when he first took over, and it seemed like he, you know, yeah, they brought it up to the present, you know, whatever year it was. Mm-hmm. Um, but he was like, I think in his mind, like, as long as the comic wasn't coming out, it wasn't, nothing had happened. You know what I mean? Almost like, even though time had passed, right? No, nothing has happened. So he's just like the story just picked it up. Just, where it it left just, off. Like yeah, it just stopped until I got back to it. Yeah, but now in the present, you know, it's like mm-hmm. oh okay. <laughs> yep. I, I but think uh, that works. I'm I'm in. Yeah. This is okay. yeah. This was a lot of this was just fun. That's awesome. Yeah. Like I said, it it really harkened back to the. All right, I may have to look at to it. To the GI Joe of the '80s. Yeah. Like, like the stuff that we read. That was the. You f- know. I mean, there was only three books I read in the eight. You know, when I started comics. Mm-hmm. G.I. Joe, Transformers, and Star Wars. Mm-hmm. And that was it. Yeah. For like two or three years, that's all I read. <laughs> Until I got a, a job, and then I bought everything. <laughs> then I bought everything. So that's all my mom would spring for. So Yeah. <laughs> well, I uh, I think you got to spring for G.I. Joe, Real and Hero. I'll see if my mom will pick it up. <laughs> Maybe she'll pick it up for me. Come on. Come on, Mom. <laughs> yeah. Mom. I promise I'll do my chores. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or, or you could just get the review copy off the drive. That's true. Yeah, <laughs> I might just do that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but mom, just send it to me though. She's like, I don't know how to attach it. Never mind. Mom, I taught you Dropbox. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
Uh, so yeah, I've. Oh, uh, nice. Um, well, I think we're we're pretty good. We're we're at an hour plus. Yeah. Um, unless there's anything, uh, any last uh, things you guys want to? Yeah. Um, talk about real quick or yeah. last minute. Go ahead. So, I know, I know, well, I know Mikey Woods watching, so hey. what's up mikey uh, but uh everybody out there in tv land check out uh 7x uh 7 comics um it's the new uh indie indie comic scene uh on patreon um featuring artists like mikey wood and (laughs) myself (laughs) and sean atkins Mm -hmm. and dj kaufman and and a host of characters yeah up to Uh, seven up to seven, <laughs> seven creator-owned characters, no, but we actually just launched this week. So yeah, that's um, awesome. Yeah, congratulations. Thanks. Yeah. Now I forget did 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 you guys find the seventh uh, person yet? We did. Okay. Uh, I can't pronounce her last name because <laughs> but her first name's Sienna, and uh, so you know she rounds out the group as far as like we're li- like for variety. Yeah. Um. You know she's. Uh, like her and Angela are kind of doing like a, almost like a one-off, one-off stories, you know, like slice of life kind of moments mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Um, that you don't have to read the whole. Na- you don't. Ha- you can just read one and be amused yeah. and enjoy it. Um, you know, where I think the rest of us are kind of diving into like narrative. Mm-hmm. You know, so. Um, you guys have more like traditional storytelling methods. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, and it's not necessarily the right way to do. It. <laughs> you know, just knowing too. I mean, honestly, like something like questionable content that mm-hmm. has been going on forever is just slice of life. You know, yeah, stuff that happens every day. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, mine is uh, mine's called Kaiju Kitty, and it's about a cat that fights monsters. And yeah, yours just um, launched today, right? And it, and it just debuted today. Yeah, I read it. Oh yeah, you read all two words. All, of all, all four panels. Two sound effects. <laughs> yeah. The two yeah. sound effects. It took me like an hour. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a slow pace. Yeah. So it's it's strange. Um, but the way it's laid out for everybody listening is it's a four panel. Four, four panels um, on that day of the week per week. So, um, so every Thursday for me, um, there will be a new four panels. See, I don't think I knew so. that was four panels. So that mm. must be hard to just... It is. Think in that mindset. Right. Especially for a long-form story. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> because I was like, how do I distill this? Mm-hmm. And honestly, talking to DJ and um, I think Sean probably helped. And uh, you know, Ian's new to this, too, mm-hmm. uh, the other, from McSauce. Um, he's just kind of – but for me, it was like, how do I, how do I start, the, start this now and end it, uh, you know, with week? eight yeah and there dj was just kind of like oh just don't think about ending it yeah and i was like oh okay <laughs> like, it, it could just go on indefinitely and it like actually and i even wrote something and then i changed it i was on page three of illustrating it mm-hmm. and i was like i don't like where this is going and i changed it hmm. with page four so so it's one okay. of those things it's like a work in progress too which is kind of cool nice um and uh yeah hopefully i can keep up with the deadlines <laughs> <laughs> so um but yeah yeah everybody go and read it and then uh on the patreon it's a it's free to read unless you unless you want to uh sign up you can read 
the following weeks immediately. So with with number one debuted for free today, number two also debuted today for subscribers. Okay. So so it's an option, you know, for people if they want to support mm-hmm. us you yeah. know, monetarily. And there's, and there's other, you know, I mean, we won't, you know, there's other perks. I because I, I, I was looking at the subscribing and which I probably will at some point, but uh, yeah, there's lots of uh, great levels, lots of perks. Yeah, well, they're of, pretty uh, simple. I mean, what, uh, what uh, tears the candlelit dinner with Scott? <laughs> <laughs> that one we haven't we haven't, <laughs> we haven't hashed that one out yet. No, but it only goes from like you could do a one dollar a month, or and I think we have five dollars, seven dollars, and ten dollars. What's the uh, what, what tier is the uh, back massage? <laughs> yeah, that's the, the Scott back massage. Yeah, that's a, that's on my other Patreon. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Scott <Yeah>. after dark. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, um, but yeah, for for just one dollar, you can support artists who are probably not starving, but but wouldn't like would mind something. Yeah, definitely. So it, it's important to support. Uh, indie yeah. artists and projects like this and so yeah every um it's if they just go to what 7x7comics.com that's that'll that'll re- i think that'll yeah, redirect them to the patreon right i didn't check that but okay. it but it should I, i'm sure if you it's the number 7 right it's yeah it's okay. yeah, yeah number, like seven, number 7 letter x letter number x, 7 yeah and I'll, comics we'll, we'll, we'll put a link com. to it in the in the show yeah. notes we'll give you guys some props yeah <laughs> so I appreciate it. So yeah, oh, it'll be fun. It's hey. a fun adventure. Yeah, I'm so. looking forward to. Uh, I've I think I've no. I I might have actually already missed a day. I, I read I read Mikey's, uh, El, Fan- Phantasma. Phantasma. Yeah. Um, and then um, what was the? DJ did zombie zombie That's what apocalypse. I, zombieopolis. Yeah. Z- yeah. You don't even know. I can't see it. What Zombieopolis. You don't even know what you're... Pop-op-op-op. Your stuff's coming down off the site. Yeah, it's going. Yeah, right DJ's now. like, that's DJ's it. deleting it right ah. now. <laughs> um, yeah, I forget all the other ones. Yeah. So, so I'm, yeah, I'm looking forward to uh, diving in and checking out everyone's, uh, everyone's yeah, art. Yeah, that sounds awesome. Yeah. Yeah, it's fun. And it's, it's weird because... Um, because even with... You know, when we do the next set, I don't know what I'm gonna do yet. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of that. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like that feeling of being alive, you know, because you don't yeah. know what's gonna come next. And even as a creator, I'm like, I have some ideas, but I don't know. You know, we'll see where yeah where I start. You know, with the next part. So okay. it is fun in that way too. So kind of like a like, little bit of that that fear. And I'm not a I'm not a write. <laughs> I'm never thought of myself as a writer, so this is new too. Yeah. You know, so see all right well yeah we're excited about that and like i said i'll put a i'll put a link in the show notes so everyone can check it out i i encourage everyone to uh take a look at it you know give these guys some support even uh even if you can't uh support them financially like maybe share it or you know give them a thumbs up give them a like you know anything anything helps anything that brings more awareness to it you know jared jared signed up last week yeah in fact yeah was already commenting commenting on everything so <laughs> i thought that was funny so nice <laughs> all right appreciate uh, it link you got any uh last words uh no <laughs> all right keeping it short and sweet yeah. just like we like it <laughs> i got nothing to plug <laughs> <laughs> all right well this has been episode 
325 of the Comic Book Pit Podcast. I'm your host, uh, Dan, and uh, with me on the in the amazing Sorgatron Media Studio, we've got Scott. What's up, people? Have a good evening. And Link. See you, everybody. All right. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time. <laughs> That's the Jared Seal. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs>